seriously, what are we what are we talking about today? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Like we have to talk about something. What if we talk about nothing? Yeah, I think we should talk about nothing. The show is about nothing. Show about nothing. So yeah, this week- remember, remember that time we were all together in at the Waffle House. That's a, that's an episode. What are we What are we talking about? I don't know. I, I don't get it. It's about nothing. The show no. is about absolutely nothing. nothing. All the other podcasts out there are talking about something. We're going to talk about nothing. So there's no there's no storyline. There's no topic. There's no nothing. What exactly. storyline? It's a podcast. We talk about nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't get it. Hey everyone, welcome to Five Idiots Talking Toys, a collector's podcast here on YouTube in video form. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. Thanks very much for joining us. I'm Shane Davison. I'm here with John and Brandon and Chris and Charles. And we are doing a show tonight about nothing. So, uh, Shane, how's all the banners coming for the show? Uh, good, good. They're, they're going to be ordered in the next day or two. Uh, we have banners for the show? For the, yeah. for the show? Like for, for, the for this podcast, but for the convention for ICCC. Oh, wow. We have our booth. All five of us, right? We're going to be in the booth in the uh, in the big sales room, and uh, we're doing fit banners. Five idiots talking toys podcast banners. Uh, we'll have a lot of information there. We're going to have a giveaway on site, so we'll have some information for that. And people that are there in person can get involved in that. But uh, so we'll have banners for a couple different reasons. But I'm excited. I think the booth is going to look great. Again, those are going to get ordered in the next couple of days, and uh, and we're going to have swag too, right, guys? We're gonna have like a bunch of merch, like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming shirts, stickers, patches. Hopefully. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. I thought we were bringing nothing. <laughs> no, that's tonight's episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brandon just wants a, a table with a black tablecloth and a chair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone will walk up to us wondering what's going on, and you'll just tell them it's a table about nothing. There's a table about nothing. That'll be Brandon's table. No, I think our table is actually going to look really nice with the banner and the posters on the side. And hopefully we can, you know, get all this merch together before the show starts so we have it on site. Um, we will have our store online open, too. So you can always go online and, and, and buy some stuff off there. Yeah, yeah. And to be clear, we're going to have some merch available for sale, you know, to help support the podcast so that we can put the money, you know, back into the show and continue to grow uh, the content that we can bring. But we're also going to have swag too, guys. We're going to be, we're going to be handing stuff out, you know, in the convention hall, you know, around in the lobby later on at night, hanging out with people. We're going to be giving stuff out as well. Yeah. So whoever's bringing their kids and stuff, we'll have some stickers for them for free. We'll have some patches. That will probably be selling some T-shirts. Hopefully, some nice, cool stuff that, if Shane can get it done before May, that will be good to go. You guys told me it was due in the middle of May. 
That's when the convention is. Am I running out uh, of time? It's going to be over by then. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <clears throat> but we're we're going to encourage everybody to come and stop by, say hi, talk to us, ask us questions, take selfies. You know, add us to your social media. We'll be happy to you know take pictures, sign autographs for you guys on your <laughs> uh, on your merch. We'll sign the hats. We'll sign figures. It'd be pretty neat if we had figures of ourselves. I don't think we we can go that far though. No, that's a little. That's a little much. Yeah, we're gonna have a giveaway too. Yeah, yeah, we a still show, a show only giveaway. Oh, we're gonna have a show only giveaway. Yeah. So basically, what you know, what we were thinking about doing is not only do we have the Razor Crest giveaway at twenty five hundred subs, but we're also gonna do a show giveaway. For the people that are only at the show, we're going to have tickets. Everyone's going to take a ticket number, and we're going to put it in a basket. And I, assuming the last day on Sunday, like noon, we'll you know we'll we'll pick out a winner, and we're going to have a nice graded item to give away to someone. We can pull a ticket out occasionally, you know, a couple of times during the during the weekend, give out a free patch, you know, something like that. So we'll we'll have a couple of of prizes to give out, you know, different levels. Uh, so, Brandon, can John Walden win this prize at the IC? Nope. All right, man, a few words. Uh, now, John, what uh, what are you most excited about? The T-shirts, I think, you, you were looking forward to, right? Uh, those are going to get ordered this week as well. As far as the merch that we're going to have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the T-shirts are going to be uh, pretty cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. And, you know, stickers, handing out stickers. I, I like the idea of just handing stuff out to people. Right. And stickers. Well, we're going to try to have a shirt that's going to be uh, a one-off shirt, a one-of-a-kind shirt that's just available at the show because we are uh, – it, it may be live by the time people are watching this, but we're, we're in the middle of launching an online merch store as well. So there will be – Shirts available there, but we'll have a uh, you know a one-off shirt that's just available at ICCC for you folks who are going to be there. So definitely come over to the booth for that as well. I'm waiting for the hats. I want the hats. I want hooded sweatshirts. I want everything. I want underwear. Five Idiots Talking Toys underwear. That's what I want. I want it all. Bring it. Now, are you a boxers or a briefs guy? I mean, the the women that watch the show want to know. Uh, full boxers. Haven't worn briefs since I was eight years old. When I watch Seinfeld. <laughs> How about you, John? Uh, boxer briefs. Mm. Yep. I'm all all boxers. Shane? Yeah. Uh, boxers since I was in my Bo early teens. Boxers, yeah. I, I actually don't think I ever wore boxers. <laughs> <laughs> I probably went from whitey tidy straight to like briefs. Boxer briefs is the way to go. Yep. How about you, Brandon? Uh, commando. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's out there and he's loving every second of it. Loving every, every second of it. Every second. So is that a rebel commando or just regular commando? <laughs> Sometimes it's a rebel commando. Um, you know, Sometimes you the boys little... fall in line and they're just regular commandos. You got to have a little camouflage on there, you know. What about honestly? What <laughs> guys? 
listening to the show, have you guys been saving anything? Because, you know, I should probably, like, I should have been saving stuff for the last month or two, but I really haven't been. I've just been, I list everything on Rogue 5, and I'm not really putting stuff aside. Yet I see other guys and other groups saying how they have all this stuff put aside and they're not selling for the next month until the show. And I don't think we, like any of us, have actually done that. I have some things in mind that I'm probably going to bring, but I'm trying to just move the bigger things that I can't travel with and just save smaller things for the show. Um, and Chris and that, Charles were doing kind of the opposite. They were looking to continue selling figures and whatnot and save the big stuff because you guys are driving down that you can bring there and you don't have to ship them. You know, Brandon's yeah, well, in California, so it's like the opposite for him. I have so many vehicles here. I have like a Millennium Falcon and like an Ewok freaking village and B-Wings and Y-Wings. And it's just like, it's so hard to list that stuff because shipping is like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, or whatever it is. So at least when you bring it to the show and you list it for like a good price, they can, you know, take it with them in person. You don't have to ship it. How do you ship a Millennium Falcon? Like, you need a tremendous box of that thing. Well, I mean, I looked into it to try to ship one, and it was over $25, $35 just to ship a Millennium Falcon. I mean, and, and that was based on the box that it came in, like the original box. I'm, you know, and I'm trying to replicate that and find a box that I could fit it in, but it's pretty tough. That's why it's, if you're going to buy big stuff, just buy it at the show. Yeah, and like $25, $30 is not a lot of money for shipping, but when you're spending 200 or whatever it is on an item and then you add that on top, it's just it's it's just hard to ship it. So I've just been sitting on a lot of vehicles waiting to bring it there in person, hopefully sell them there. I bought a couple Millennium Falcons last year when, you know, when I didn't have one, and I remember uh, somebody sent one to me. I think both of them were made boxes like you know boxes that were cut down to size so that they kind of you know they weren't bigger than they needed to be and i remember one box specifically had the price on it, it was 52 dollars to ship it to me i don't think i paid 52 dollars because i remember being surprised by the price it must have been one of those deals where the guy you know charged me whatever got to the post office you know uh, old school style and it cost him 52 dollars to ship it to me like you know he probably lost money on it that's yeah. you know that that's why it's so hard to sell those big items, especially like even a B wing. A B wing is so oddly shaped. To finding a box that fits that, where it's not like you know long enough, but also wide, and then it's moving around so much that you have to pack so much packing in it. It's just it's not worth it. I'd rather just bring it to the show and you know try and sell it that way. Yeah, my my side gig, <clears throat> one of my side gigs. Um, I'm an electrician, so whenever I hang a vanity light, I always use the box for the vanity light to ship B-Wings in because of the perfect size, perfect height, perfect length, perfect width. Now, that's a John Walden tip, folks. You go out and buy yourself a vanity, and you can ship a B-Wing anywhere. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's, that's a good point, though. You, you try to look out for those things as a, a collector-seller. You, you know, you see a... I'll tell you right now, I have the two boxes that I received the Millennium Falcons in. They're still in my basement because I figure if I ever want to ship something that size, I'm just going to hold on to this box and stick it in my corner of my basement and I don't have to, you know, find one. That's what my garage has become is like when I buy stuff for my personal, 
collection or if I buy big collections that I sell on Rogue 5, I find myself keeping all these boxes and I just got cardboard stacked up everywhere because and it's not for like the regular loose figures or the mocks or graded figures. It's for those, you know, all those oddball sizes that you can't find a box for. I just, yeah. whenever I see boxes at work or oddly shaped boxes like Amazon, the longer ones, like I pick those up because those are perfect for shipping like the uh, the larger objects, larger so where do you, and stuff. Where do you pick them up from like the gutter you mean? Like out on the street? No, like uh, we we get a lot of stuff shipped to the work to where I work, so I just keep the boxes from there. And then anything we order from Amazon usually comes in a bigger box for some reason, unless it comes in the bubble wrap. But uh, I keep all those boxes. Are you stealing the boxes or? No, I don't steal anything. They're all in the trash. Are so you, you wait to throw them out? in the trash and then you jump in the dumpster and get it? I jump in the dumpster. Yeah, that is correct. Are you boxes smell when you receive your Millennium Falcon from Brandon? <laughs> I did have somebody ship me an AT-AT and it, uh, they took the legs off and they kept just the body with a head and they shipped it all in a box, but that box that they shipped it in was a, a makeshift box as well, where they kind of just folded one over and, and taped the whole thing together. But I had to throw it out, throw it out because the box was like pretty smushed in when it got to me. So the Falcon obviously like lays down like, like who wants a B-Wing? Like who actually wants that vehicle? It doesn't even stand up. Oh, but it's it, it's cool though. I I have one, I have the um, the vintage collection one, and I got it for my son's room when he was born. I have it hung up in the corner with fishing line, so it just looks like it's actually like floating in the corner, and it looks pretty awesome. You know, you have to do something like you know, kind of kind of creative with it like that. If you're just going to put it on a shelf, I don't know how great it is going to look. So how do you like an Ewok playhouse? Cause I have two of them here and I don't know what to do with those things. They just, you just in a tremendous box. Those, I hate those play sets. You take them with you to the con. What are those That's things? What do they even go for? You don't ever see them for sale because they're so hard to ship. So like, what is, what does it go for? I don't even know. Between Might be a big giveaway. It depends on the level of completion too, you know, if it's 100% yeah, complete, about 130 bucks. It's got a lot of parts. If it's yeah. like really nice and totally complete and the stickers are, you know, the one or two stickers are nice, you know, you could get 150 bucks for it probably. But a lot of times, a lot of times, not only are the parts missing, but you might have the parts and they might be like cracked or broken too. So basically what I'm going to do is I have two of them here. I'm going to hopefully build one complete one. And then that will be the giveaway at the show after I make you guys like and subscribe to our podcasts and our videos. Then you can take an Ewok Playhouse and you can throw it on the floor for all I care. It doesn't matter. I just want it gone. If you're going to give away an Ewok Village as a giveaway, we're going to get about three people waiting online for that. 
Well, I'm going to unsubscribe myself. Playhouse, so maybe that's something different. <laughs> Did you guys have the Ewok Village as kids? Mm -mm. That was we one of my favorite toys. I mean, I love the Millennium Falcon, but the Ewok Village, I mean, I played with that for hours on end. You could you could do you know it was an actual playset you could you could do everything with it. Never had one. That's yeah. That's one of like the only playsets that I remember growing up as a kid that I had until my brother, you know, took my whole collection, brought it to the comic book store, and sold it for a six pack of tacos. So I had uh, Ewok Village, but the <laughs> whatever this play whatever this playhouse is, I'm not sure if I ever had it. I had a I had a Millennium Falcon playhouse. <laughs> that one was fun. I remember playing with that one. <laughs> I was. Did at, you have a B wing playhouse? Well, I was. <laughs> I, had a, I think the only playset that I had was was a turret and probot playset. Oh, we're talking about the playhouses. Oh, the playhouse. Oh, okay. My bad. Wasn't there uh, a line of Ewoks and it was like play school? Yeah, and they had the treehouse. And that's yeah, ages one I'm, to three. So that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking of like that. I'm thinking about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So you were eight and you had the, the play school playhouse for two year olds? Is no. that what we're giving away? The play school playhouse? <laughs> no, I didn't have it. I'm saying I have one here. You have the Ewok playhouse? The one from play school. Yeah, there's does that go along with the Ewok fire cart or fire truck, whatever that's called? Oh, I have no idea. What are you bringing, John? No, honestly, like, like, what do you have? Like, have, have you been saving stuff? Or are you just basically, you know, just going to wing it? No, I definitely have a plan. Um, like I said before, um, I'm going to sell a bunch of modern Joes um, and a bunch of the Marvel retro figures. I've got a lot of those. And some modern Star Wars figures, uh, but I also have some. <laughs> but I also have some uh, vehicles and bigger stuff that I'm going to bring too. Um, to you know, because they're just like you guys have said, they're so hard to to sell and ship and all that stuff. I have a Millennium Falcon in the box. I think it has inserts and um, paperwork that came with it too, and it has. It has the um, the sweepstakes ticket. It's okay. got a sweepstakes ticket in it and stuff. So hopefully that'll be pretty sought after. Somebody will. Good, John. Show it to me before the show. Uh, maybe we can make a deal beforehand. <laughs> I'll bring it with me. I'll bring it with me to Nashville. Yeah. John, are you talking about these Marvel Legends? <clears throat> I just got two more in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those. I got Electra and Daredevil. Nice. Are, are you, you going to try to get the whole run? Packaging. packaging is awesome. You going to try to get the whole run? I would. I would like to. I mean, you know how it always starts. Uh, I, my thought was to get the ones that I, you know, the characters I know. I actually mm -hmm. know more than the others, but uh, but I mean, I'm not a Daredevil or Electra guy. But I came across them, and and I just I just love the packaging, so I grabbed them. How yeah, much are you paying for those? Um. What do they go for? Like in the fifteen or twelve dollars, so? something like that. Fifteen dollars, something. Yeah, 20. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, 
you know, they're not they're not like a super pricey item, so I just grab them when I see them. Yeah, I actually found the um, and I, I sent Chris a picture of it because I wasn't sure what they were exactly, but the new Clone Wars figures, the three and three quarter, um, the fiftieth anniversary ones. Yeah, I found those at, at Walmart and. I was contemplating buying them or whatnot. I just like the artwork on them. I know that they're nothing special or whatever, but I think John Rula said he put one on a video saying that uh, somebody sent him a, a set of them, but they look pretty nice. I might go pick those up. The, the truth is, is that a lot of the modern stuff is nice. The Marvel line is nice. The Super pa all these lines are nice, but it's how much can you possibly collect and how much can you possibly store in your place like yeah they look cool but like i don't have room for any of this garbage yeah you, you have to you cannot be a completionist uh you know definitely not beyond one line i mean if you want to be a completionist with one line and try to go after that you know that's something to try to achieve but you can't be a completionist with you know say one star wars line and then start collecting marvel figures and go oh, i'm gonna get all those too like who has room for all of that? And who, who has the money and room, you know, to support all of that? It's 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 not necessary. Get the ones that you like, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Go ahead. You said toys take up so much space. I know we talked about this before. It's not comics or baseball cards where you can kind of stack them on top of one another, put them in a closet. The toys are big. You need a lot of space to display well, these toys. It's because of the mocks. Like, if you want to display the mocks, the nice artwork, especially the yeah. loose figures. I mean, you could stick, you know, a hundred loose uh, three and three quarter inch figures in a shoebox and put it in the closet. And nobody would know. So those are, I think, easier to collect. Anything loose, and once you start getting into the mocks, like, Is Jane, are you going to display those those Marvel figures anywhere? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the struggle. I, I have um I have a couple of the boxes of the Hasbro Pulse uh, exclusive versions, which is like an alternate card, but you know they're still sealed in the in the the two packs for now. Yeah, they're just like book like just like books on my shelf right now. I, I would love to display them, but I, I don't even have room to display all the Star Wars stuff I have. So I got to figure something else out if I'm going to do that. So I haven't been buying a bunch of them. I only have a handful, and I do have that thought like. Don't buy a whole bunch of these yet because I don't have anywhere to put them. But I, I came across you, these two and I just liked them, so I grabbed them. I think you guys need to move on and just let it go. Just let it go. Just stop. Stop with this direction, that direction. There's, you guys get in so many different directions. Just just let it go. Let it go. Shane, I would sell them at the show, and I would sell them for $1 less than John and sell yours first. <laughs> and yeah. should i put a sign cheaper than that guy with an arrow <laughs> yeah are you making custom piece uh shane yes yes uh i've been i've i've done a good handful of runs of custom figures now so when you guys say like, are you collect, you know, are you saving stuff, collecting stuff? Like in my head, that's my version of that. I have some, I have some, you know, some vintage stuff to sell, but I'm focusing on that. So I'm gonna have a whole bunch of custom vintage Star Wars figures, the original three and three quarter figures, uh, custom painted, 
Uh, I know everybody pretty much has a, a focus figure of some kind or a figure that they really like, a character that they like. So I'll hopefully have that character for the people that are there. I'm going to have a bunch of, of cool stormtroopers, Boba Fett's, Gamorrean guards, you know, Imperial troops of all kinds. So I'm looking forward to to displaying those, you know, getting to to share that because I, I put a lot of hours into creating them. So it's it's fun to do. And I'm looking forward to getting those on the table and showing them to people. I think like three people actually reached out to me to ask if you were making custom figures and bringing them. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dead serious. It was at least three, maybe four. Specifically asked if Shane was making his custom figures and bringing them to the show. And I said, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what he's going to have. And he's going to be selling. Nice, nice. I, I do have fun with it. Uh, when I, you know, bring in the finished product, I'll have a run of, you know, a certain amount of them from the same kind of paint scheme. And I show them to my kids. They get very excited. It's, it's kind of a thing in our house right now. They'd like to see the different, you know, color schemes as they get made. But they, they know I'm saving them for the show. So it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. Are you keeping one per figure for yourself or? Yes. And it's all because of Brandon. Uh, I, I wasn't at first and Brandon said, did you create a, a Leia Bosch with this, you know, line that you did this color scheme. And at first I wasn't, I think I created like one out of, you know, the first four or whatever. And he said, you got to, you got to be able to keep one. So up on the shelf here and I'll pull a couple down at some point, but I have, now I do every single one I do. I do one Leia. So I have one to keep for myself of that color scheme. So that's that's pretty fun. I know you already uh, started it, but have you thought of using uh, the ICCC like colors? Uh, you know what? I haven't. That's not a that's not a terrible idea. Maybe do like, you know, black with some of the the four colors. The green and the red and the yellow. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do that. That's a good idea. I like that. Can You're I make welcome. A... You're welcome. I started doing something that you know might be I don't know corny for some people, but a bunch of people were suggesting this to me. I started like tagging the figures. So a lot of people have seen this boba that I did because it's like my my avatar right now, and I had it in a live sale. But what I started doing was I started like tagging the leg. <laughs> kind okay, of cool. a, little, a little signature on there i got paint pens and then i've been tagging the the bottom of the feet with like what series it is and just a little i don't know if i have that upside down a little sd on the bottom for my initials but just some kind of tag like you know because it's a you know like kind of a piece of artwork in some sense so i've been having fun doing that too so um I, I, i'm tagging them all now they'll be available so now is this why nothing for the show is getting done and we keep joking that. <laughs> hey, I don't just work for you guys. I got to work for myself too. <laughs> yeah. So, and speaking of that, guys, we're gonna we're we're rebranding the podcast. Uh, probably already done by the time people see this. But in our new merch store, we're gonna have some new logos, uh, a couple different logos uh, that I've done that you guys were happy with. You guys liked. So hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and uh, and you guys will recognize a little bit of a new look for for the podcast to go along with it. So, so we're I think we're all excited about that. Yep, definitely one of the things that we wanted to do coming into this year was kind of you know get some more merch out, open up our own store, have some stuff on there. You know, maybe even upgrade our studio system 
that we all have. Maybe I'll get like a makeup artist before I come on. You know, we're, we're all still tinkering, you know, all, all, all the ideas of what we, you know, can come up with. Yeah, and that's like the natural pr progression of the show, right? Like, you know, we're think we're talking about getting, you know, microphones and things like that. You know, we don't have to go too far behind the scenes, but yeah, you know, we want to continue to, you know, improve the quality of the show and and come up with some ideas to make things better and more enjoyable for the listeners, right? Charles, what say you? <laughs> Right now, Charles is sticking things up his nose, doing nothing. Brandon still thinks we're, you know, we're doing this skit of nothing because his microphone's not even on. He's sitting there going like this. He's eating Takis. He's been chomping on Takis for the last half an hour. Uh, no, I'm done eating Takis. Man, he, he's a man of few words. Charles is, is over there shopping for 10 backs, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He needs a Rat King. Rat King. That's it. Rat King. My last one I need. I found a couple of those in the in the uh in the dumpster where night. you get your boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Theo Vaughn? The Rat King? Rat King, yeah. I need them loose, loose complete. I had that figure. I'm trying to remember exactly what it looks like. Does he kind of have like bandages on him and stuff? Yeah. Like he comes with a with a rat and he has like a few accessories. I forget exactly what he comes a with. Crown. A crown? Uh I don't think so, no. I think Shane actually spray painted one of the rats. That's what he's looking for on his shelf right now. <laughs> No, I totally had a figure. I'm just Googling it because I wanted to remember what he looked like. Yeah, I totally had this figure. I'm looking for a uh, mint loose complete. This guy looks like a complete psychopath. Can you imagine selling this to children? He's got bloodshot red eyes. Can we insert a picture of what it looks like? I just watched the episode of uh, when... He was first in it with my son. The the figure, the action figure is actually so much scarier than he looks in the cartoon. It's the last one I need from that uh, second wave from uh, 1989. And I obviously said I am done after the 10 backs. Well, I moved over from the 10 backs to the first 14. So I added four more. I'm not gonna go. Chris past. is just shaking his head because this is how. I'm not go this is how it starts. It's another rabbit hole of garbage. Well, it is. It is a small rabbit hole because these are about fifty to like seventy five dollars each. Um, Chris just bought a toxic limbs. Basque overseas for how much? I don't want to say the price, but I'm going to say it is about the value of a 2007 Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that the coupe or the sedan? 
I'm going to go with the coupe with leather. <laughs> so I'm actually bidding on this item while I'm at my brother's house for his daughter's birthday. And I ended up winning it there. And then, you know, I get in the car with my wife and my two kids and we're driving home and I'm, I'm all excited. And I'm telling my wife, I'm like, yeah, I finally got this one piece. I've been after for a while. It's going to be like one of the cornerstones of my collection. And I'm going on about how there's not so many around. And I tell her that I spent, you know, on this thing. And she just looked at me and she was just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I spent like, I'm like, but don't worry. I'm going to sell off some other stuff. And it's just going to pay for it. She didn't even care. Like, she did not care at all. She literally just changed the subject. And she was like, so, well, what's for dinner tomorrow night? <laughs> then you're I supposed was, to tell her it's worth it's $25. <laughs> I was going to, but sometimes I actually tell her the real price because I want to see a reaction because there's just no reaction. She doesn't really get mad. Yeah, remember when this show started, Brandon? He would advise everyone to tell everybody... <laughs> Tell their wives everything costs twenty five dollars. I remember yeah, that twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars. And now, Man. now my now my wife is on our sales page, and she sees what things go for. So I can't tell her that anymore. <laughs> he's a he's a YouTube sensation now. He can spend. <laughs> he's on a major YouTube station channel. <laughs> and what's that? Hey, what do you call it? Pr Prune's Playhouse? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> so for who doesn't know, what is a Bosque? Uh, what is a Toxic Lems? He has um, bright green fingernails and bright green toenails. And that's the only variant part of him. There's actually a short V on the back. So, so a regular, a regular like Bosque, is about what twenty dollars, not even with uh, with his investor. So this one that what was the price of a two thousand seven Honda Civic with leather, and it was because his arms are green. This is a Pac. That's what it is originally. It is a Spanish figure. And I think Shane said it a few weeks ago when we talked about it, but there's tw less than 20 known to exist or around 20 known to exist. So, you know, everyone knows the Spanish factories. There's PBP and Pac. Pac is the earlier, the, or the earlier version of the Spanish figures before it turned into PVP. So when you find anything pocket, it's always a lot more money. With the boss, that just happens to be probably the most expensive one out of all of them. Alan, is that the one with Pac? That's a Tupac. <laughs> is that the most distinguishable Pac out there though? Um I don't know. I think it's the most highly, you know, wanted one. It's the most desired one. But, you know, like, how often do you see, like, a Luke Farmboy Pac? Because that was even up in an auction today, too. And you don't, you don't ever see those also. I mean, how do, you, how do you discern which one's, like, a Pac and which one would be just a regular Kenner if they're loose? 
that's what I mean. Like, is it is it is that like the most distinguishable one where you can like oh well, the toxic the toxic, the toxic limbs one's easy to tell because of the neon yeah. green limbs, but that Luke that he had up there, I couldn't tell the difference between that and a normal Luke. What was the difference? I really didn't go too far into it, and I don't, I don't have any pop figures at all. That is definitely a John Rula uh, action figure graded question. But I think the paint definitely looked different on the Luke than other Lukes, and I'm sure they're I'm sure they're welded or made differently. Also, so here's the question: You get that figure in. Where is it going? Is it going to CAS? UKG or AFA or that new one uh, to get graded you mean yeah correct I'm going to have him ship it to AFA for me and do express just to get it out of the way I will drive down to Atlanta and sit outside their mailbox receiving or the, sit outside the receiving and uh, intercept it and the reason so the reason why the figure is actually going to AFA is because the guy that I bought it from, he has sent stuff, you know, there already. He already has an account. So he's just basically doing it for me straight there. He doesn't use CAS. He's never used it before. So then he would have to ship the item to me, and then I would have to fill it out and ship it out again. It's just less less time traveling in the mail for a dollar figure. So I'd rather have him just send it somewhere and just get it done with. And you also don't want to wait because my order is from July. We're at eight months almost. So this is going to be like a one of those special favor type things, and it's going to get done fairly quickly. So what if it comes back? It's a repro. That's not going to happen. The, the guy is a very known collector, very known seller. Um, he runs a bunch of pages. It's and if it if it did or if it was, I'm sure there would not be a problem, and he would just refund me back my you know my my money. Yeah, no big deal. Just refund you a 2007 Honda Civic with other. Yeah, but it's a 2007 Honda Civic here in the United States, not over there where they get it from. <laughs> so. This is what they do. You know, they're over there. They get these pieces. They come across them more often. It's kind of like us being here in the States. We come across, you know, regular Kenner figures. People in the UK come across Palatoy figures. It's, you know, really where they all started from. They they come across them. So, yeah, it's still rare. It's still definitely a hard to find piece. But I think over Probably here, bought it for States, 10 bucks at a garage sale. Then there you go. You should sell it on row five. <laughs> you have one, Brandon? No, I don't have one of those. I wish. No, I think he was saying the guy that sold it to Chris bought it at a garage sale for ten dollars over there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The same, the same guy that buys all the uh, Letty figures down in Mexico gets them for nothing, sells them for a few grand. Smartest guy, smartest guy in the world. I wish I could go there and do it with him. Because anywhere he's getting old figures, right, in his country, they're they're probably mostly Letty, right? So Yeah, well, all of our figures are super common here in the U.S. That way nobody spends an arm and a leg for them. 
Yeah. The ones that everybody wants are all the variants that are in different countries, and those are more accessible in those countries. And I guarantee you that that boss doesn't go for four grand over there, um, unless you know, they're that rare. I honest to God, I I would say maybe most of the pop figures don't go for that much money, but I would think the boss still would, considering that there's like less than twenty known to be around. That's that's just my guess, and maybe I'm being biased because I just spent forty three hundred dollars on one, and I want to think that. But you know, I know even like Luke Farmboy pops, like I've only seen a couple of them for sale, and it's from that one page and the one page only. You can't get them anywhere else. So Charles, let me ask you: Do you feel you said the the Bosque is typically twenty dollars? Do you feel this one is worth <laughs> times the price? Yes. All right. yeah. I, I actually want it myself. It's like ultra rare and you almost never find it. But and the question is, what do you think it's going to grade? I think <laughs> it's going to grade a 75 to a 75 plus. I think there's a high graded example of an 80. That's the highest one that I think we know of. I'm not sure who owns that one, but I know there's an 80. So what, is, uh, what John Rula, what, what grade does John Rula have? John Rula is 60. Okay. Because I was going to say, without you even saying the number, when I saw the photo today, my, from my memory, that yours is instantly made me feel like it was in better shape than the one that I'd seen from John. I Yeah, I think so. But you have to, I also spent over $1,000 more Okay. John's cost and and also John's was a like a photo sample. They they used that one in the book, so that's oh, the right. example of the book that they used to publish, um, you know, the book about pots and stuff. So does that give it a bump in value? You know, it's it's probably not a, a huge bump, but it it, it ha gives it some little notoriety because of that. Yeah, definitely. I definitely have some notoriety to it. You know, I think I forgot the guy's name. It's Jacob something that made the book and and used it as an example. Um, I don't I don't know his name offhand, but okay. Everyone uses that, like uh, having in a book. Like there's a uh, there's a red bar on eBay right now. It's a ninety grade, and it's supposedly used in some kind of book. So they're asking like seventy five hundred for it, and you and you don't care about that, right? You you would want a nice one, and then you get turned off because it's extra. You have to pay extra because it was in some book somewhere. I mean, I want that ninety grade, but I am not spending seven thousand dollars on it. So, so that's like, like a two thousand and fifteen Honda Civic. I would go with. I will pay a two thousand one Honda Civic with. A couple flat tires. And just heat, no AC. Yes, correct. Definitely, definitely cloth interior. In You know, at least for me, I'm, I'm a loose-graded collector. I like my loose figures. It, it kind of got to the point where I don't have anything more to collect. I have pretty much everything that I wanted. So there's only a very few pieces that were left. That is definitely one of them. So my way of thinking is... Do I spend 
dollars when I don't have a job and I'm a stay-at-home dad? No, it's you know that's not that's not the smart thing to do. But I'm gonna sell off files of my collection of easy pieces that you can get back at any time. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna sell off a couple of pieces and just use that money. Yeah, I'd do the same thing. But whenever it came up for less than, I'd do that too. <laughs> Well, I did. I did want to ask Charles, you know, to kind of circle back to where we started. Charles, what are you planning on bringing to the show? Do you have stuff put away? Do you have specific stuff that you've kind of earmarked for the table at at ICCC? So I think I'm going to be mostly all stuff that I graded myself. Um, I have a huge order from July of last year that I'm hoping it will be back. If it if I finally get it, I'll have a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't know. They're just so slow. It takes forever. Chris, what do you think is going to happen first? Are we going to get our banners for the show in, or is Charles going to get his graded figures in first? I I would say that Charles might get his graded figures in first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the banners. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so we just got a message from Brandon. He just messaged us, are we ending this soon? I say, yeah. Brandon, do you care to comment publicly? Uh, sure. <laughs> Brandon, I think, might have said nine words the whole podcast. Maybe no, more ten. I'd say ten. Do you guys know I sent the new uh, Five Idiots Talking Toys logo to Brandon, and he went on there and, and got his art program open and edited it to say Four Idiots Talking Toys and sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think he quit. All right. All right, all right. So let's, uh, let's uh, remind everybody to come and visit us at ICCC. At this point that you're watching this video, the, the show is in another week or two, I think. Very I don't think people are even watching this far into the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the three people who are left, come and visit our booth, Five Idiots Talking Toys podcast. Uh, banners will be there. Look for Rogue Five Toys. Please subscribe to the channel, like this video, and give us a comment. Uh, let us what think. What am I saying at this point? <laughs> this is a show about nothing. Let us know what you thought about nothing. Uh, that we talked about. We just kind of shot off the uh, the cuff here. Guys, another super well done episode. Bravo to all of you. Just high quality effort. And we'll see everybody next week. That's it. Uh -huh.